Shut up and sit down. Hello, everybody. I just want to welcome you to episode 107 of Third Shift. It's me, one of your hosts, Eric, today. And with me, as always, is Mr. Matt. And then, you know, I'm going to ask the question that we always ask. Hey, how was your week, Mr. Matt? Oh, gee, I bet it was pretty sad. I see the teardrops. Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. Keep going. (laughs) Damn it. I was just waiting for you to just just drag it out for like a minute. Just Just the whole minute. (laughs) I should have. But my week was just... An average week. I couldn't really think of anything special that I did. My uncle was in town from Arizona, so I got to see him a couple times, not as much as we usually do, but he's come up for the second year in the row. He did the uh, the Delmac bike race all up the way to the uh, Mackinac Bridge and stuff. So that's pretty cool, and it's always good to see family. always good to spend time with family because, well, my family at least, they're pretty cool people, so that's pretty nice. And then the only other thing I can think of that was like special from this week there was the all-in pay-per-view the totally indie uh pro wrestling show funded like entirely by cody cody rhodes from wwe and the young bucks nick and matt jackson that show was outstanding i loved watching it a because the action was great all the matches were outstanding you know all the indie talent that's you know super famous everyone was on the show putting together great matches and then the other thing i thought was really cool was the Young Bucks and Cody and all the other guys who are involved with this, they have a YouTube show called Being the Elite, where they, they kind of do like backstage stuff, but they kind of like put their own spin on storylines. Like, you'll see a little bit of the storylines that are happening in, you know, the promotions that they're working in, but then they'll have their own like Being the Elite storylines. Like, for this event, All In, they're like, you know, oh, we really want to book this guy, Flip Gordon. But Cody's always like, no, f that guy. And so, in every promotion they were working in up to all in like they would have like oh man it's cody's golden ticket you know battle royale if you win the battle royale you're booked it all in so they would they'd film all this back behind the scenes quote fingers type stuff with flip and him trying to get in all this other stuff there was a ridiculous storyline with hangman page and joey ryan all, it's it's totally convoluted. I can't even go into it all here. But it ended up with Hangman Page killing Joey Ryan with a telephone. And like Perfect. so all during the press conferences and stuff for All In, they were like, yeah, you know, I admit I killed him. And, you know, we're probably going to have to deal with that after the show. But, you know, and it was like they played the storyline from this goofy YouTube series totally straight and incorporated that into the pay-per-view. Like before Page's match with Joey Janela they aired like a video package like WWE does of here's all the crap that led up to this, here's why the match is happening, here's like the hallucinations that Paige is getting like of his cowboy boots talking to him, calling him a murderer and all this stuff, and then it plays into the actual match because at the end, after Paige won, these... <laughs> it's, I can't go into all the details without having to explain way too much, but Joey Ryan resurrects there's like video footage of him resurrecting, Perfect. comes out on stage, beats the crap out of him. They're like, oh my God, Joey Ryan's alive again. It was just, I mean, it's so goofy, obviously, and over the top and ridiculous, but they took this little thing that they, they do totally by themselves without, you know, 
big promotions helping them out or anything. They took this small YouTube series and made and incorporated that and storylines from that into this enormous event that they put on themselves. And it was just it was just crazy because a the event was awesome, matches were great, storylines were cool. They sold out a ten thousand seat building in twenty eight minutes, just with no no card announced, not even a roster. They were just like, hey, we're gonna do this. Boom, sold out in 28 minutes. I think the final attendance was like 11,236 with like no official promotional backing or anything. Just we're going to have a show and we're going to sign people that we can sign and we're going totally over budget and we got pyro and we got music and we got a whole you know proper stage and it looks totally professional and cool. So just being a part of history, watching that happen, and seeing this just ridiculously hot crowd just going nuts for everything that they were doing. I mean, I, I mentioned how s- some of the stuff was really silly, but like the, the NWA World Heavyweight title match that they put together on that show was built up. It had the big fight feel. It had everything you could want out of it. It felt like an old school heavyweight title match from way back in the day. So they did fun stuff, awesome. They did serious stuff, awesome. They did some of the best wrestling you can ever see, really awesome. Just a great event. I'm glad I was able to be part of history, watch that live as it happened. Really cool, just awesome. Other than that, on the video game front, I've been playing Yakuza Kiwami 2, obviously. I've been playing it on stream, which we'll talk about just a little bit in the whole, you know, third shift roundup segment. And I also have been playing Fire Pro Wrestling World, which is really fun until it's not fun. I've been going through the whole scenario mode in that. And, you know, I mentioned on IG2G how it's very timing-based. Like, your grapplers come together and they lock up, and you have to hit your button combination as soon as you guys touch. So when you first start playing it, you're like, all right, cool, I'm doing it, I'm in it. And then you start getting like a little tired or a little worn out and it starts getting late and I, it's like I can't pull off any moves. Like I'm just getting destroyed in two matches. I'm like, there's no way, there's no way. Let me reload that save. All right, I got to focus. And as soon as, you know, like my brain actively remembers that I have to pay attention to every single lockup and every single grapple and hit the buttons at the exact same freaking time, then I just start blowing everybody away. So it's just, it's really fun and really cool because there's like a ridiculous move list. You can load your guy up with all the moves you could want. But at the same time, if you're not, if you're not right on it, it is so frustrating. It's absolutely maddening because you can't counter stuff unless your button presses are perfectly timed. Mm -hmm. So you guys, the opponents just pick you up, throw you around, just ragdoll you all over the place. I'm just like, it's, oh, it's maddening. But... When you're on it, it feels great. It feels smooth. It feels cool. It's so responsive. The graphics aren't that great, but you get sucked into that 2D sprite world. Really good. Lots of fun. It's kind of funny because it sounds a lot similar to me with my Celeste. For some reason, once I've had some beers, that is the moment when I go, I should put Celeste in and just have a good uh-huh. time with this. That is not the moment when you should put Celeste in and have a good time. Because yeah. it's all about quick, quick response times, doing all sorts of crazy jumps you shouldn't be able to do, but you can. Mm-hmm. And then when you've had beers and it slows you down a little bit and your response time's slower, it's it's called bad time. Just dead, 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 yeah. And then you're like, oh, this is ridiculous. Oh, gee. But, of course, when I play it, when I'm not drinking beers, it's fun and no problem. So, I, mm-hmm. I feel you. I understand. <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely, especially because that's the only wrestling game that has that timing based system so anytime i'm just like you know 
my vision's going soft focus, and I'm just like, oh, I'm just playing this game. I revert to all those old, like, oh, if I just mash the button and the control hard enough while we're in that lockup, it'll it'll hit the move. But no, it's already registering the opponent is doing the move to me, and it's just like stalling for a second before he does it. And it's just like, I don't actively understand. But like I said, super fun otherwise because it plays smooth as butter. Like when your timing's on, you guys are just, they lock up and go straight into the moves. Just, it's really, it really flows really well. It's really fun the way you have to build the matches. Like even after, well, I shouldn't go into it too much, but even after the match, you get a rating. And if you just dominate your opponent, you'll get like a maybe like a 60-some, 70 rating. But if it's an actual back-and-forth match where the opponent is beating you up, you're beating him up, you know, like the, the momentum is actually ebbing and flowing like a real match does, you'll get like 99%, you know, 95%. So you actually have to play it not only like building up your moves like a real match, but you have to, you have to go on defense to get good match ratings. It's really interesting, really cool. I've been having a lot of fun with that. So, hey, after that big old roundup, how was your week, Eric? Well, by gods, rounded out the weekend pretty smooth. You know, work kind of went, came and went. Got into Saturday. Had a good time. We had already planned out a bunch of things we were doing as a family. You know, went out and did all that kind of stuff. And then Sunday, I had it in my head that we were just going to be relaxing, chilling out. I was going to play some World of Warcraft pretty much all day. You know, have the kids set up with their Game Boys, etc., etc. But have you ever had that day where that's just not happening? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, let's let's go to the store real quick. All right, cool. You know what? Let's run into town. I need to get this or that. All right, well, that's just another hour and a half. No biggie. We're, we're still good. Do that. You know what? We might as well stop here. Okay, let's do that. All right, you might as well grab lunch. All right, let's do that. We get home. Mm. Nap time comes. So there you go. I get Now I get about an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes. So I play the World of Warcraft. All right, this is it. Rest of the day. I'll go upstairs. I'll high-five everybody. I'll tell the wife, bring the kids on down. We'll get them some Game Boys. Head them next to me. We'll have a good time. I told Dad to come over to help us fix this or that. Oh, okay. That shouldn't take long. It's just a couple pipes, a little wrench, this or that. Whatever. Shows up. Four hours later, we're still going. Three mm-hmm. trips to the store to get pieces and parts and stuff. And I go, what happened? So instantly, my brain is like grunt mode, you know. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. like, <laughs> what, oh, yeah. what happened to the day? And then, I, you know, I voice that. And I go, I thought we were going to chill today, and this just didn't happen. Oh, why? You know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I shouldn't have said no. that. Was, that was dumb on me. That's okay. No, it's uh. all good. Oh, I'm sure people can sympathize. There's always them days where mm. you thought it was going to go one way and it went a completely different way from what you thought. And then oh, yeah. and then you're just like, oh. And then, of course, we did the podcast, which that part was fine. We got going and I was like, all right, mm. let's do it. You know. And at that point, I was already like, ah, I'm done with the weekend anyway. I can't wait for yeah. work tomorrow. It's going to be great. So had a good time. <laughs> Even with that being said, Saturday I got you know pretty much a decent amount of game time in. Had fun with the World of Warcraft stuff. And then I got really apprehensive because Tuesday was coming, and then Tuesday was Destiny 2's Forsaken, Tuesday was Dragon Quest Eleven. plus, of course, I still got tons to do in World of Warcraft. And I'm like, oh my gosh, man, I can't, I can't do this. I can't play one game at a time for the most part. Then it all hit, and sure enough, here I am, a couple days later, sweating because I don't know what to play. 
I don't know what to mm. get on to. And finally, though, I made a decision to have Dragon Quest, as I was just telling you, be my streaming game I'm going to play. So that, mm. that's that been solved, even though I want to play it, play it all the time. But I'm yeah. like, you know, you just can't, Eric. You don't have time in the day. So we'll make that our stream game. We'll make Destiny 2 Forsaken, the one we play in the evenings with friends, family, etc. And World of Warcraft, mm. the same thing. Just pop in, pop out. Beyond that, it's been my week. It's been pretty un, uh, unexciting. Nothing much going on. <laughs> I'm heading into the weekend, though, going camping again, which is mm-hmm. of two parts. You know, one part, I'm super excited. I love camping. We have a great time every time we go. The downside is is the Wi-Fi is hit or miss. And I really mm-hmm. want to, in the evenings, would love to get some game time in to keep try to keep up at least moderately so anyway. And it's going to be completely up in the air. And I shouldn't complain, though, because even if it doesn't work whatsoever, uh, I have Persona 4 on the Vita that I'm playing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's guaranteed fun, but I'm sure you all understand what I'm talking about. And that's it. That's what Mm. I've been doing. That's what I'm about to do, man. I will say, since you brought up Destiny 2 Forsaken, I'm glad it's out. So maybe it can stop being every single f***ing ad in front of every single YouTube video I I ever watch at any time, like at all. Like, oh, it'll be at the beginning, and then it'll be in the middle, and it'll be at the end, and then, oh, well, I'll watch this next video. It'll be at the beginning, be in the middle, be, like, halfway between the middle and the end, and then like, halfway between that and the end, and then it's at the end, too. I'm so sick of seeing freaking Cade on the floor, and the dude be like, ooh, and the girl going, this is Cade we're talking about. Oh, Destiny 2 Forsaken. Oh, my God, please. So cool. I mean, I don't really have strong feelings about Destiny 2, but now I do, goddammit, because I'm so sick of the f***ing commercial. It's a free game, too, on your PlayStation Plus, man. Go download it and check it out, and that way you can have the real solid opinion. You can go, yes, I did play it, and I hate it. Or you can go, I played it, and it actually played really well, but I'm still not going to play it. Or I could just not play it, because I have too many damn games on my system already. It takes 10 minutes, download, play it an hour, and then just throw it back off. (laughs) <laughs> nope, nope. I'm gonna spare my system the hard work. It's gonna, it's gonna keep Metal Gear Solid Five on there. And You're never, never get gonna to get either. back to it. Give it up. <laughs> I finally came to terms with myself, Matt. That was another thing I did this week. So I came okay. to terms with life, and I deleted like three games that I kept saying I'm gonna do and I'm gonna get back mm-hmm. to. It. And I went, just stop it, Eric. Just stop it. Delete, delete, delete. There we go. Now I got room for a few games. Well, see, I did do that. I deleted. Oh, God, I don't even remember now. I think it was Yankee 6, because I was like, well, I have zero on there that I have to get back to. Kiwami 2 is coming up. Out of these two, out of these three, well, one's going to go off. So I got rid of six. I can't remember what the other ones were. Oh, I mean, the games I deleted after I beat them, like Transformers Devastation and whatever the other one was. So I deleted those. So all, all these other unused icons came into my crossbar, and I went, oh, yeah, I downloaded that on a whim, and I got that. Ah, oh, man, you know. But now, now I just put two more games in, so they just they just shunt it back off the end. I'll get back to them someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then <laughs> in doing that, I also went to my library, and I went, oh, yeah. oh my God. That's not a good idea. Oh, my God. No. I've got a million games in here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm never going to touch 90% of these, and I should. It's terrible. Just walk away. Well, hey, at, at least 90% of them were just free games from PS Plus. True. So it's, so it's like, oh, if it's a super game drought, now you have 90-plus games to choose from. Mm-hmm. You know it's never going to be that way, though. It's never going to be that way. There's always it something. Was that, it was that way for me earlier this year. I mean, now it's not going to be 
because I got those two, and I got f- freaking Fist of the North Star coming up in October. And it's all, geez, it's already September. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so moving on, things you can't believe have already happened. Hey, it's already September. That means we had a What You Play in Third Shift that dropped. I think this dropped on the first, so it's technically still within this week's realm. That was a lot of fun because Danny beat Danganronpa 2 and we got to talk all about that where you sat there and gave me that exact face, right? You just made it. You made the face. That's it. Yep. <laughs> just, you know, that is just my default face. <laughs> just dead stare into the world because I'm dead inside, Matt. <laughs> so mm-hmm. when I give you my default face, I'm just giving you my natural. I have to mm-hmm. I have to do like, you know, they do, you know, the bug in, in Men in Black. I have to like chef my yeah, face and like, go. Hey guys! Ha, ha, ha. What a great time this is! I love it, <laughs> man. I'm having a blast. <laughs> I know that feeling. Let me tell you. No. <laughs> what well, do mean specifically you know, like this right mean. now? I'm saying in in general. Oh yeah, we all know the feeling. Mm. But you are correct. But that was fun. I always like doing uh, what you play in third shifts. I enjoy them, and unfortunately for me, you and Danny both hate almost everything I do or play. So for mm-hmm. me, it's a little. I still enjoy them, but I don't get to geek out like I'd love to sometimes. So, well, you can. This I. How many times have I said ah, there are no rules? I know there we are no rules, ham. but it's it's better when you got one person like giggling with you and laughing and getting excited, and not just both of the other it's compatriots true. just staring politely but staring and waiting for you to be done. Hey, how many know? times have I done that? <laughs> I still have fun spewing my opinions out to the world. I don't care if nobody else plays Danganronpa. Well, I'm going to talk about I'm it, I'm going to say it and you're going to listen. And you're going to like mm-hmm. it. That's right. And then other things we did. We did IG2G episode 36. That was an actually pretty fun episode and not only because I got to show everyone why the 28th of August was the greatest day in gaming history for me anyway, but if you listen to the episode, Danny added some fun after effects to one of the games we talked about, which was really good. Ooh, I'll take a peek, everybody. Get your butts in there. I enjoyed doing that episode. As I already stated, it came around. I was bummed out, but when it happened, good to go. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. What else have we been doing as a team, or mostly a team, and then getting set up to do the other part of it as a team? We've been streaming on twitch.tv slash thirdshiftme. I've been streaming Yakuza Kiwami 2. Danny's been streaming Danganronpa V3 Killing Harmony. Outstanding fun there. My favorite thing to do now is, because I've done it twice, is go into the stream as Third Shift, and then like when somebody's dead in Danganronpa, do like the Monokuma laugh in the chat and then put the skull in. It's like, oh my God, that scared me. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, I seen when you posted that up there and then she was like, oh my uh, God, don't do that. <laughs> and then it was funny because even the next day, you know, just randomly I was bored at work. So I was like, I'll text her the Monokuma laugh and go, I wonder who killed poor Rontaro. And she texted back, she's like, oh my God, you scared me again. I was just typing up something and that came through. Oh, it's frightening. I was like, yes. I'm a demon. I haunt the streams. You never know when I'm going to strike. You never know who's going to die and when, except I know because I've played the game. Oh, okay, the game. Okay. We're, we're talking about the game still. All right. I was starting to uh, wonder, man. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, you give me the heads up and I'll haunt the stream. Just why did he laugh and put a skull in there? I don't know what, what it means. What happened? Eric, sorry, guys. Got to go real quick. <laughs> I changed everything around, Matt. I'm good. You're not getting to me, buddy. 
I see everything coming now. There's no more secrets. I'm coming through the walls like your flood water, son. Oh, God. It's busted through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. Kool-Aid man man right through the bottom bag. Boom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) See, that'll be the one-liner afterwards. Boom, slit. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then go back out. I can dig it. If I go down that way and it's recorded or on a stream... I'm down with it. Heck that. yeah, you'll be streaming that. <laughs> Bust through with the Kool-Aid Bear costume. That'll get us all the views, man. Instantly, <laughs> straight up to the stardom. I'm dead, but at least the two of you can carry on with millions of views mm-hmm. and all sorts of good stuff. It'll be always, is one of them going to get murdered on stream? We better watch and find out. Always got to watch. No, I'm just sitting, here, just sitting here eating pizza and drinking a beer. <laughs> There's contingency plans, man. <laughs> I, I know a guy who does a thing. And if I die, he's going to do a thing that he was paid to do. <laughs> I will make sure you are at the top of the list. <laughs> Just have him wait six months so our stream popularity well, yeah. shoots oh, up. Of so I get, I get those hundreds of thousands I'm a nice of dollars. Guy. Yeah. He's got to prep anyway. Okay. He's got to prepare. He's got to get the right things, the right tools. And then, of course, like I said, since I can't be sure it's going to be you, I have a list. So everyone goes. Mm-hmm. They're all going. So you're going to start a cataclysmic event and killing all of friends everybody hey at least i'm that first domino <laughs> yep yep so I like you it. can be proud of that it's fine mm, cool so then <laughs> what, what else is cool what else is cool yeah. we got shift codes for golden keys in borderlands oh, too yeah. so hit up the twitter the red the forums the instagram like go to pax west and be like hey can anybody give me shift codes for golden keys in borderlands too and the answer will be no hey what do you what do you do man what do you do <laughs> now i'll say with the, sh- with the shift codes. For everybody not knowing, Matt's like looking off crazily in different directions, awkwardly staring into different spaces. It's be- it's beautiful. I'm so sad. I'm so sad right now. He is, he is very sad. It's okay. Because you know what? I'm sad too, Matt. You know why? Because <laughs> I still don't have my shift codes from Tiny Tina. <laughs> you have, your stuff is on the... I no, can see a shelf behind you. But that's you not the things. right shelf. I said I was going to build a shelf right here. So that's I true. switched me around. I'm flip-flopped like I said I was going to do. I have all the other Mm. things set up, but I still didn't put the shelf in, which is sitting down here over to my left, waiting just for some screws and nails, etc., and it'll be Mm. done. Do you think I finish it? Mm -mm. Nope, nope. I let it sit one more week. You know why? Because why not? (laughs) My life just never stops going. I'll get there. We're going to have those three keys. We're going to have them. And speaking of things you can have, every single week you can have a new rotation of characters in Battleborn. It's the Battleborn free rotation. This rotation is Rotation G. What do you think about the rotation, dude? What do you think about the lineup? Oh, gosh. What am I always going to say here? Hmm, well, it's uh, G, so there's Alani. Duh, go play Alani and do Riptides galore. You know, make sure you pop the heels on them because that's the best way to do things. As I always say, I don't care what Mm. anybody else says. Do it. Have a great time. Play some Battleborn. I've seen some uh, people lately actually posting up pics of them doing some uh, of the missions and doing some of the uh, uh, the little, uh, uh, oh, my God, see, it's fading from my brain. Story the story ops. ops. I wanted to get it right. Story ops. And I'm like, <laughs> man, I missed that. I got to get back in there, too. But as we just discussed, I have no room on my PlayStation for almost anything. So, mm. yeah, that's not going to work out. Yeah, I will say I actually do miss some of those story ops. I miss that Atticus op. Well, you know me. I miss the Atticus op most of all. Mm-hmm. But anytime you say story ops, I'm just 
That's that's what I picture. That's that was always a great time. And see, I feel like in our group that the Phoebe one doesn't get in the heart of Ekinar doesn't get the love it should. I feel like that was a great one, but since it came last, you know, it was already in the phase where people were shifting away and, and we were wondering what's next and da 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 da. And then of course we found out it was nothing and we're like, oh no. So I think that's what kills it is it would be great because it comes up to that peak of like, holy crap, what's going to happen? Oh, nothing. nothing. It's over. Well, there's no point in playing the ops that build you up to this peak mm-hmm. again. Whereas the Atticus was like a fun little contained story, basically. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot of fun. and Plus, it was the first one. So we got in there yeah. and we're like, oh my God, what do we expect? And it was this amazing, cool story with great, you know, great, great, great voice acting and just laughs mm-hmm. all over the place. It deserves to be the first, but I, I just feel like poor Phoebe and the Heart Echnar. There were some great lines yeah. in that one too, and it was a good setup, oh, yeah. a good a good whole story up itself and didn't get the love it should have. Now see the other thing that I was just thinking of just sparked in my brain. I think we had hit the we hit the formula by that point. I mean we were well in our stride. So anytime we played it, it was the same thing. Hey Eric, Ezalani. Hang out here in the room. I'll go kill all the dudes in the, like the three little snake passageways in the boss fight. Oh, hey, jump! Make sure we jump to this platform, and we'll hold them out here. Don't go down on the bottom. We'll just throw our stuff from up top. It kind of got routine as far as gameplay went. Mm-hmm. Even though the story was still fun, it's like it's less memorable in my head because it was. Uh, we do what we always do. We just put on our little jackets and we go to work. Mm-hmm. And do our little job, do our little mission, and move on. And I feel like Toby's, for me, was the, the scariest in my memory because I scoured that stupid place from top to bottom mm-hmm. a billion times trying to find the damn secrets. Uh-huh. Uh, so all I remember that stepping on s- Stepping on the stupid switch pads in like, well, I think I see a yellow wire going to this one and a red wire here, so let's try the yellows. Didn't work. All right, next time through, let's try the reds. Nothing happened. Let's down through, like, one red, one yellow. Wrong. One yellow, one red. Wrong. Nothing. 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 Always nothing. Always nothing. And then, of course, when we figured it out, you know, we were like, it has something to do with sound, I think. Maybe somebody needs to, like, get a Boy Scout book out and, like, figure out Morse code. And sure enough, uh, we were right, but we were wrong because it was it was right. It was the Morse code, but it was through the sound waves instead of just the noise. So people were picking it mm-hmm. apart and then figuring it out or whatever. So whatever, you know, smart people getting sound files and going through and then figuring out the different sound waves mm-hmm. equal and the clicks and the clacks and the pauses. And I was like, well, that's cool. But, of course, it was nothing, nothing we did could have nope. helped because there was no actual secret like there was in the you know Atticus run. Although I do remember one good memory from the Toby thing, and now it's like a whole Battleborn conversation, but from the Toby op, I remember playing through his Eldragon solo once, and I got that that little battery pod to like fly out of the false Toby mech at the very end, and I remember taking a picture of it, putting that up on Twitter, and saying, hey, what the heck is this cool thing that popped out? Because like, the entire mech disintegrated for like a split half of a fraction of a nanosecond. And I was able to capture the picture of that little battery there with the writing on the side. I put it up on Twitter. My phone blew up like nobody's business. Like, I've never had a tweet go that cool. And I was just like, I was out bowling for game night, and I was like, what the hell? 800,000 freaking notifications? What? What? 
Oh, it's pretty cool, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you posting that, and everybody was going, oh, that's so cool. And then a lot of the developers were like, oh, see, it's neat. You saw that. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of the Tobys, I also remember we were like, we got to bust this. So at work, I found the one the one uh, giant uh, shard. Then I, took, mm-hmm. I said, hey, man, here's where it's at. Took a picture, sent it to you, and then you get home, and you found uh-huh. the other one. And then it was like, all right, we got two, and then we found the third one. And, you know, mm-hmm. there was a lot of fun to be had in that one, but... Oh yeah, it's still I grinded it too much. But, <laughs> I was gonna say, and once we figured it all out, then it was just oh we've played through this like four hundred thousand times. Want to play it again? No, nope, never again, never again. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> so speaking of sorry, it's time for the sorriest character in the free rotation. It's time for match geek of the week. The geek of the week for rotation G. Who could it be but Isaac? Isaac is the worst. Isaac is horrible. He's a tank, but anytime I play him as a tank, he sucks. Oh, he kind of plays more like a sniper from what I hear from people online. Try and play him as a sniper. Oh, he sucks. All his abilities suck. I hate him. He's awful. How could you play him? How could you fall in love with this robot? Awful. Isaac is the geek of the week. Boom. Done. Great, man. Great job. So, of course, you know, speaking of geek of the week, for all you geeks out there rocking it out, playing that epic game... Fortnite, uh, what is that crap? I don't even know. What's Fortnite, Matt? Do you know? Do you got to play it for like two weeks, like a fourteen day stretch? Is that is what that what it is? About? I think like, so. I think you're right. Yeah, that's too much commitment for me. I got to go to work, dude. Like, yeah, I, how am yeah. I supposed to play a game for a fortnight? Only geeks would do that. I mean, us us real people, we got jobs, Matt. You know, we got things it's to true. do, lives to live. I ain't got time to play no game for fourteen days straight. <laughs> uh huh. So for all you geeks out there wanting to play some freaking Fortnite, hey, they did another patch. And guess what? You know what really got me going? Was they was like, hey, we got this really cool heist mode coming out, man. High mm-hmm. stakes. So in the Battle Royale, for a gist of this, they're going to put down some jewels. Your team's got to run up, get a jewel. The individual getting the jewel has all sorts of cool little perks, but he also gets slowed down by 10%. And then you've yeah, got 10%. to make your way into a bus. And, oh, oh. and don't forget, you get revealed on the entire map for 30 seconds. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So as soon as you grab it, it everybody goes, knows. Hey, here's a jerk. Oh, man. And speaking of being revealed, the jewels are revealed, so you know the location. There'll always be three of them up and running. And then, once you have those jewels, the buses, or the getaway vans, I guess is what they're called, is what you want to get to. Mm-hmm. And the getaway vans will be floating, and you have to get the individual holding the jewel to the van. And it's a very long load time, too, both ends, I believe. So yeah. you're going to have to defend getting the jewel. Then you're going to have to defend, of course, getting the jewel to the van. And at the same, everyone's going to know where the vans are. And then, like you said, mm-hmm. once you have the jewel, everyone's going to know where you are. So this is going to promote all sorts of action adventures, ridiculousness, Working together, getting smoked by better teams. It looks like a lot of fun. It sounds like a lot of fun. Once again, wonderful idea by Epic. I think this has the potential to really stick as a fun like side mode. And I'm hoping that it does. I hope it sticks around and they don't just like rotate it out. Or if they do rotate it out, rotate it back in like they have some of the others. And not just a one-off. Because so far, this sounds really cool. Yeah, I 100% agree with you on that. I mean, I say it any time they put in a limited time mode that changes the way the game is played, I love that. I mean, I say it all the time. Battle Royale on its own, just shooting everybody, it ha- it has about this much interest to me. Like, I hold my fingers, finger and thumb, like maybe an inch apart. But then you say, well, the main goal of this game is to capture a jewel, hide out, get it to a bus, 
you know, obviously you're going to be shooting people and doing stuff along the way, but once you change the core mechanic of it to not just survive and shoot everybody, but to get a thing, protect a thing, get a thing to another thing and escape, I love that kind of gameplay. So this sounds like right up my alley. Obviously, it is Battle Royale, so you're still going to have all the, you know, the super top elite players doing their top elite plays, so I'm going to die and have a bad time. But just the concept of it. I like when they take what they have, twist it around, and make it more more interesting to think about and play. I like and it. And to make it more interesting and fair, I forgot to mention, they went ahead and the new grappler, which I'm sure one of us will mention here briefly, has been disabled oh, yeah. for this mode. So has the launch pads and the uh, the fort uh, not the, uh, the 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 port the the portal. The rifts. The rifts. The rifts. Yeah, portal rifts. They've been disabled. So that way you can't instantly just jump around or get uh, big old line of sight views of where everybody's at and then just go wreck them. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty smart on their end to make it so the matches last longer or a little bit more fair. You actually have a chance instead of just somebody going, oh, somebody's got it. Poop. There they are. Okay, let's go murder them. And plus it makes that 10% speed decrease actually mean something because you have to be on the ground or running or hopping instead of just, oh, I'm slower, but I'm a mile up in the air, so it doesn't even yeah, matter. Or I just grapple, 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 grapple all the way to the mm. end. Here we go. We win. Smart move. Yeah. Smart move. Epic. Absolutely. And speaking of that grapple, they have the grappler weapon, which is, it looks like a little plunger that you shoot out of a gun and it's got a little rope attached. You shoot it at structures or landmarks or objects and it pulls you to them. So if you want to swing around like a weird Spider-Man, you can totally do that in this game. I think it says its base level comes with 15 charges. So as soon as you get it, you're going nuts. You're going crazy. You're ninja roping like you used to in like Worms Armageddon. Getting to places you shouldn't be able to get to super fast and having a crazy time. I watched a couple videos of people messing around with this. It looks outstanding. Like Again, it will totally change the way the game plays once you have it. So I love it. I do indeed love it as well. The grappler looked like a good idea. And once again, as you already stated, it gets you into the action, out of the action, whatever, whichever way you want to go. Anything that allows me to escape a bad scenario mm-hmm. for me is always a plus. That's why I was so excited about the uh, the rifts because it was like, oh, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I get one of those, boom, 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 I'm gone. I don't got to worry about getting shot in the fields. Like I mentioned, this is the same concept. Yeah. It's, I'm getting shot at. Now I'm like, you know, 27 yards over here, then 27 yards that way. I'm out of the scenario mm-hmm. because I'm not going to win most of my gunfights one-on-one because I just don't have this the coordination and skill set to do so. So I have to run like a little chimpanzee monkey man and hide wherever I can to survive as long as possible. And hey, speaking of surviving as long as possible, I'm dropping down to the Save the World mode because they got Horde Weekly Challenge number five, and this one is Buff Husks. So these husks will be hard to kill. They'll have crazy HP. They'll have good defense. And if you get within range of them, they're going to knock you back like a mile. Strong knockbacks on these husks. Hard to kill. It's going to be hard to survive this one, man. But trap damage will be on this week instead of like last week when there wasn't trap damage. So you get a little bit of help from your traps and your shooting weapons and all your cool stuff. But I like I like more challenging horde stuff. Any kind of modifi- any kind of modifiers, modifications, twists on the formula you can throw in there, that's always good. So this sounds like even more good. I agree with that. I haven't touched the Save the World in a little bit, to be honest. So I will take your word for that. But also in Save the World, they have once again another skin, Harvester Fiona, 
for you to go ahead and chase after and get a hold of by doing all sorts of fun stuff. Beyond that, I didn't see much else. There was a bunch of performance bug fixes. They modified some Switch stuff, which is always good. Anytime I hear them say we made the Switch a little bit more efficient, a little bit faster, got rid of some hiccups in like the loading screens and the wait times, I'm all about that because when I do play, that's usually what I play on now because it's portable and easy. Yeah, and speaking of portable and easy to play on, oh, man, you were like setting it up and just boom, knock it out of the park. Fortnite did release a whole Fortnite on Android launch technical blog. I'm not going to say anything about it because I started reading it and I was like, this is really interesting technical stuff, but it's not for me. So if you are like an Android coder, if you're a you know, you're a mobile developer, you're a, you're a mobile technology person, this might be right up your alley because they went into tons of depth in this. I mean, I was scrolling down paragraph after paragraph after paragraph, topic after topic after topic after topic of things that they had to research, they had to implement, they had to do to make Fortnite work on Android. Really, really cool stuff if you're into that kind of thing. Like I said, it's not for me. There's nothing I can pull out of it to talk about on the show. But really cool that they released something so detailed for something that, you know, everyone just takes for granted. Kind of like, you know, the peek behind the scenes with all our compulsion game stuff. I thought this was cool that they released it, even though it's not really for me. Well, kind of a side note, the fact that they're having, you know, because they had the Android beta, there was a lot of issues, hence why they released this thing, what they've gotten from the beta, what they're fixing, what they're changing, all that good stuff. Mm. I, it always amazes me how much more difficult it seems to be releasing anything on Android versus on the iPhone, etc. Because it's always them first. They get it. It doesn't seem like there's any big hubbub about it. And then it's like, we're also going to do Android. But then it's like, oh, yeah, we had to do this. We had to do that. Uh, it's going to be an extra long time. Uh, like, what is so different that it's that complicated? You know, from my newbie perspective, the only thing I can think of is... If you're developing for iOS, you're developing for iPhone, iPad. That's it. The two things that run all the same, you know, iOS, iOS, like the system. Yeah, the operating system or whatever. Yeah, the operating systems. Versus if you're developing for Android, you got Samsung, you got all the other companies with all their other Mm -hmm. models of phones and all the different iterations of those. Plus, you're talking about like Chinese phones, Korean phones, exponentially more complex to develop for. Because, I mean, sure, they could just be like, hey, look, here's the Samsung version, and that's all we're doing. But you don't want to do that. You want to try and get in as many as you can. So I think that's probably where a lot of the problems come in. Because if you write something for Samsung, it's not going to work on your LG or your Motorola or your Quantum GX54. I think that, I mean, from what I've heard from some developers, that's a big part of it. Maybe that's what it was here, too. I don't know. Hey, you know what? I know there's a couple nerds out there who listen to this. I'm sure they could write in and tell us like specifics on why it's so much more complicated on Android versus mm-hmm. iOS, or whatever you want to call it. Not iOS. Yeah, it is iOS. Whatever. Yeah, it is. Fine. So, I'd love to know. I'd love to know. And I suspect what you just said has something to do with it, because that makes sense now that you really think about it. And I go, oh, yeah, you're right. There mm-hmm. are like 50 different brands on Android versus where it's there. It's one just on different formats, no big deal. Either way, pretty cool. I don't care about phones. I don't know if I've told anybody, but I I don't like phones. I don't care about phones. So I have zero interest whatsoever in ever playing a game on a phone. None at all. So it does nothing for me. I could care less. Couldn't care less. I'll play a game for for five levels on a phone. I'll play Angry Birds for five levels, and I'll go, all right, cool. Yeah, 
Delete. That was me with Animal Crossing. <laughs> okay, this is neat. <laughs> Pick. No, I'm not picking peaches anymore. I'm done. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> But you have all the phone time in the world. Oh. You sit there on your machine picking all the peaches. No way, man. You sit there and finishing while the while the engine's broken and just pick peaches all day. You could too. You know, you had the same excuse. And you didn't do it. I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. I ain't picking peaches. I ain't peaches. picking peaches, man. It's just not me. I go I go to Whole Foods and I pick out the peaches I want and then that's I right. eat them. That's my pick. Exactly. Peaches. We ain't got time for that. Nobody got time for that. I got podcasts to listen to. <laughs> I got streams to watch. Books to read. Goodness gracious. And speaking of making time for things, Compulsion Games did make time to tell us that they are still working really hard on the next patch for their, you know, all across all the consoles and all the other things. They said they're aiming for having that out in about a week's time, and they said that's going to be trying to address more quest issues, more corruption, save corruption stuff, uh, performance enhancing, all the other stuff. It was really vague. It was just like a quick little tweet saying, hey, guys, we're actively working on this. And with no, like, details like they usually do. So if you are still having issues with We Happy Few, keep an eye out next week for a new patch from them. Hopefully that will resolve all your stuff. I've been watching a lot of playthroughs of that, and it seems pretty fun to me. Yeah, there's some jank here and there, but nothing that's critical or kind of harm the game in any meaningful way. So Mm -hmm. I'd imagine most people are still having a good time with that. And speaking of good times, Matt, Gearbox Publishing... Uh Said, hey guys, are you excited about all this other stuff we got going? Well, we just teamed up with Tiny Build and Dynamic Pixels once again, and they've got Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek coming this December to PC and maybe Xbox One? Question mark. I know PC for sure. And you're like, well, what is that? Well, if you remember, Hello Neighbor was you a story about you sneaking into your neighbor's house who was like super suspicious and weird and trying to figure out what the heck he was hiding. Well, in Hide and Seek. This is years before that took place. The pre-sequel, or prequel, not pre-sequel. <laughs> I'm digging Borderlands. <Nice. laughs> the prequel, it is the prequel to this, in which the the strange, suspicious man has two children and a wife. And then if you've watched the trailer, this is not a spoiler because the trailer's out there for you to watch. Mm. Apparently the wife dies and the man has to Whoa, raise the two spoiler. kids. Oh, spoiler. It's in the trailer. No. It's in the trailer. And the whole story is about them kind of coping with the loss. And then, like, you're the little girl. You play the role of the girl who's looking around for stuffed animals. That's kind of the whole purpose and sneaking into different rooms without getting caught and doing it. And the trailer kind of implicates that at some point, like, the son, like, kills the girl, which would make sense in different ways and stuff. So, basically, if you want to know why the things happened in Hello Neighbor and how it all went down, this is the game you're going to want to play. You're going to get more of a a story behind how it all came to be, how it all went. Unfortunately, I don't think it doesn't look like it's coming to Switch and all that right away. Just PC and possibly Xbox One. It was kind of up in the air. I, I wasn't quite sure on that one. I imagine it will be because Xbox One gets everything PC does now for the most part because obviously the same thing. Mm. But anywho's, kudos to you, Gearbox Publishing. Once again, you're teaming up here, rocking it out, bringing some games out. Keep it up. And speaking of like surprise things from Gearbox, I got an email just this afternoon before we even got on the podcast from Gearbox, and it says, hey, you're getting this because you submitted your email to Shift. So I don't think it's anything secret because they just sent it out to Shift people. But Gearbox sent out an email saying, hey, support Starflight 3 Universe. It's on a crowdfunding site called fig.co, 
And this is all about, like, apparently Starflight, which was a space RPG way back in the day. I had never heard of it, but it was something that there's a quote from Randy saying, hey, without Starflight, there'd be no Gearbox. So something that definitely influenced or got people hooked into video games from the, you know, the way back in the day, people who founded Gearbox Studios. So they sent me this email saying, hey, crowdfund this, you get $5 off your pledge. So if you're looking for something cool that's sort of affiliated with Gearbox, or if you're a big Starflight fan, they're trying to crowdfund a new one on fig.co. I think you can look for look for it on fig.co slash Starflight or Starflight 3. But I, I'd never heard of this before. I'd never heard of the original games. But this was just something that Gearbox sent in my email today. And I was like, that's kind of cool and random and weird. I assumed that you and Danny had both gotten it, but... No, we did. I just we we got it today, and I haven't looked at my emails since probably this morning at six a.m. So I was just looking at it while you were talking, and basically you covered it all. There was Starflight, Starflight Two, and now they're trying to do a Starflight Three. And as you said, Randy was like super stoked about it and had a little quote in there. And now they're like, hey, you know, go over there and support our boys. As you said, you get the five dollars off your pledge. We appreciate all everything they're doing. We hope to see it coming and then go visit our website for more information on Starflight. It looks like some crazy like geometrical like strategy type search game. It's really weird. It's got the grid map going. I haven't looked into it because obviously I'm as we're talking, <laughs> I just seen this. Oh. I'm like, okay, well, I should probably go take a peek at what they're talking about here. But it's not affiliated directly with Gearbox. It's just that they support it and, like you said, have right. fond memories of it. And so, yeah, looks neat, but I have no clue what the hell it is. We're going to find out. <laughs> so, interesting thing. I mean, if you signed up for shift codes like you should have, you probably got this email too. So, go check that out. Hey, it's something Gearbox likes. So, we like Gearbox. So, what they like, we talk about on the show. There we go. Boom. Damn straight. That's it's what done. we do. We support Gearbox. We talk about what they tell us to talk about. Like little drone puppets. And last but not least, speaking about Gearbox, they were not at PAX West. And part of me's happy, part of me's sad. Okay? They've been at PAX West since we've started covering them. They've done their little shindig. So that part of me is like, oh, man, they're just supposed to be there. At least have the hopes that they're going to announce something, the possibility of it. But they weren't. So that's the part that's like, oh, that sucks. But the part of me that's happy is I'm glad that they didn't go if they didn't have anything they really wanted to tell you about. Yeah. I'd rather them just come when there's a big announcement or maybe even change their platform because, honestly, I feel like the PAXs are starting to literally, and they, this is the original that they're supposed to be, is it's just where gamers and geeks and nerds all go to have fun, see what's out there, and, and have a great time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really about announcements or trailers or anything you know, get hype moments. That was supposed to be for the right. E3s, the the Game of the Year awards, stuff like that. Like you were supposed to see them there and then get your hands on them at yeah. PAX. Like I remember when it first came around, it was like, hey, you finally get to touch things. You can't touch at E3 because you're not invited because you're not press. This is what the actual humans get to touch. Yep. Exactly. So with that being said, and that's kind of the way it feels like it's getting back to and going to, I can understand why they're not going. They've got really nothing to show. They're, they're not announcing anything. It's all still on closed doors. So why spend the money? Why spend the resources and the time 
to go to this thing and then talk about nothing and then just get people upset anyway because every time you go to an event, mm-hmm. everyone's like, okay, here it is. This is where they talk about Borderlands 3. This is where they talk about the new uh, Brothers in Arms, et cetera, et cetera, and then they don't, and then no matter what they did, you're just like, Bleh. They didn't talk about it. Don't care. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you because I'm in that you know dual mindset of it'd be great if they went and at least did something because then they would give us stuff, stuff to talk about on the show. We could go into conjecture land and speculate and all this other stuff. But like you said, if they have nothing to talk about, then it's almost like doubly painful. Like, hey, they're going to be at PAX West. All right, I can't wait to watch that panel. They didn't do anything. They got up on stage and goofed around. And I mean, we love Gearbox and the people who are there, so that's fun. But it's not if it's not content and it's not meaty. It's almost like my hopes go up, and then they go crashing down. And there's nothing to do for it on the show, so it's it's this is like doubly sad. Mm-hmm. So I I agree they should probably only pop up when they actually have stuff to do because I mean aside from making me sad, like you said, anytime they do show up and don't have anything. People just dogpile on them. The people who always dogpile on Gearbox do it even more so right after that. So just wipe all that out. Just erase that all off the chalkboard. And then just pop up when you have something that will make people jump up and down and throw their babies in the air. You know, Damn straight. We got to throw them babies in there, Matt. See, I was thinking it was like graduation. Everybody throws the baby up. And then, oop, I got a different baby. But this, I guess this will be interesting. Hey. This is my son now. Well, if you're if you're Come not on, too Stevie. bright, you ended up with like Sam's baby. Maybe maybe that's a good thing, you know. Sam's a smart guy. Sam mm-hmm. got a four GPA. You're you're over here barely passing. Now he's raising your dumb kid, and you got his. There you <laughs> go. And now he's super frustrated. Yep. Going, oh, oh my god! Now I got to work ten times harder to make this kid smart. Oh come on! If only I didn't go to that baby toss convention. I, why would I, why a smart person, have done that? Oh well. Baby toss. Oh, the weirdest stuff ever. I don't understand. Oh my god! <laughs> why do we make such poor choices? <laughs> Anybody who would do that would live in like a hippie commune oh, anyway. Yeah. So you'd already be indoctrinated to the baby toss yeah, agenda. Yeah, you'd be raising 40 babies anyway. You know, Raise thy neighbor's mm. baby, old biblical style, you know. Shit. <laughs> Teach him how to play the drums yeah, in Yeah, exactly. Circle. Fat chance of that. Share my piece of bread. I ain't sharing no damn bread with nobody. My bread's my bread. <laughs> Go make your own damn bread. <laughs> I'm just picturing you saying that to your kids. Daddy, can I have a piece of bread? This is my damn bread. You go make <laughs> your own. <laughs> what? See that bread maker over there? You see that? <laughs> this is the last piece of daddy's sourdough. You, this does not warrant a child eating it. Nope. Mm-mm-mm. You get the crappy bread from QD. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, God. This is the worst. <laughs> no. Oh, I can't even imagine. Uh, this is terrible. <laughs> terrible. Well, plus, <laughs> not only is it QD bread, so it's inherently awful, it's always overpriced because it's QD. There's food at QD, oh, $40 for a candy bar because you're here mm-hmm. at QD. Can of Spam, $9.99. What, what are you on, even QD? doing? Why? Just because I'm in a pinch doesn't mean I can't. I can't mm-hmm. Come on. You can't do this exactly. today. It's heresy. Heresy. <laughs> you're going to go out of business this way, you goons. I can just drive to Meyer if I want good food. That's right. No, that was a weird tangent. So to wrap it all up, their presentations need to be Meyer level, or maybe even Whole Foods level, and not QD I level. agree with that. So, I mean, 
th- that's I guess that's where we went yep, with it. That's, that's, that's a lesson that's learned. And obviously, you probably don't have Myers where you live. You probably don't have QD where you live. So you have no idea what we're referencing. But think of Seven Eleven and think of like a uh, whatever your big stupid grocery store is, like the Piggly Wiggly, Food Lion. I don't know what you fools. IGA. IGA. That's what we're talking about. So there you go. Little context for you fools that don't live up here in the north. <laughs> Did you say Food Lion? Is that a yes, place? Yes, it's a real place. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. I would go to the Food Lion all the time. That's awesome. Uh, yes, the Food Lion. Some people will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm full of delicious treats. Enter my mouth. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. Like at the Target, it's got the symbol up top, except it's just a giant lion's mouth. Oh, no, lion. it wasn't that impressive. It's just like this shitty little on. like square kind of lion-looking thing with food lion next to it. It's no good. It's no good. You should just live with that image you had forever, man. It's better that way. I will. I will. Good job. <laughs> so the downside, though, to them not being at PAX West <laughs> is that the next possibility, unless they just do some random thing, is the <laughs> Game of the Year awards. So, unfortunately, it looks like there's a few months where we're not getting Jack Poopity Scoop, man. Jack Poopity Scoop. And Matt's ecstatic about it. He's laughing. He's loving it. Oh, it's, hey, as long as I got the food line, <laughs> I, can, I can make it I can through make anything. It through. That's better That's better than this gimmick I got sitting over here, <laughs> man. I'm, no, see, instead of this, I'm going to get a lion, <laughs> lion mask. Step into my food. Guest on the episode, it's the food lion. Need a care of the Campbells, boys and girls? Roar! Spam spy three, get one free today. What a deal. Why does the food line have a wolf howl? <laughs> Shut up, I'm the food line. Oh! Oh, my God. No sense. It's all good. Uh. <laughs> so, speaking of what's... Speaking of no see, sense. You know what else is all no, good? No, 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 I got this, I got this. And hey, you know what else is all good? Hearing comments and feedback from all my favorite people, me and the Third Shift fans. So if you've got any comments, questions, concerns, if you just want to say hi, if you want to send us a drawing of the Food Lion, dude, there's the Talented oh, Tuesday idea. Draw the Food Lion, send it to us, we'll draw our interpretations of the Food Lion. You can send us all that good stuff via email at info at thirdshift.me, tweet at us at thirdshiftme. And find us on Facebook on the Third Shift. Indeed you can. You can also find us at Patreon. If you like what you hear, like what we're doing, like anything about us, consider heading on over there and contributing $1, Put my kids through college. You give me a million dollars, I will open a food line in your district. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I will, I will have the you know bargain what? basement prices. I will be there with you, and we will run that food line for the rest <laughs> of our lives. There you go, boys and girls. You just got a challenge. Give us a million dollars, and you get to watch Uncle Matt and Eric run food line for the rest of their lives. Danny needs to put this as a reward. Once we reach one, <laughs> one million, million dollars, dollars, we'll open and open run a food, food line. <laughs> Do it, Danny. I'm telling you. Put that on the Patreon. Oh, my God. Just watch it happen. Watch Food Lion come in and support Give us a million dollars. Hell yeah. Well, Banda, we're moving. What do you mean? We just got a million bucks. We're moving. We're over to Food Lion. I'm running a grocery store. I've done it before. I could do it again. I've ran a grocery store. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So, yes, if you like any of that, 
We treat it just like a tip jar. Throw in whatever you like. We appreciate any and all things that you give us. Helps us keep the show running, pay the bills, do all that good stuff, improve equipment, any and all of those wonderful things. It all goes back towards the show. But you know what? I also know that money's important. Sometimes you just ain't got it, or sometimes it has to feed the child that last little green pea so they don't starve to death. And I get that. That's important. Or maybe, you know what? Dog food. I'd say skip the dog food and give us a dollar. But some people would disagree with me. Dogs are important too. Animal lovers are animal lovers. I can't. I don't, I don't understand, but I gotta concede the point. I, I'd I'd feed dogs over random babies. Yeah, you know what? Cats are better than Bob. We've established we'll that. See. So, <laughs> we'll see. If I'm going to that baby exchange, I'm hoping somebody brings a dog. I can throw a baby and catch a dog. Catch a Hell dog yeah! Right away. <laughs> I have improved my situation quite severely. Much better, exactly. <laughs> so you can also support us in other ways, like five star ratings on iTunes, which help us a whole bunch. Messages, freaking mailbag questions, <laughs> likes, comments on the Facebooks, on the Twitters, all those things are wonderful ways to inspire us and help us communicate with you. And I encourage you to do just that. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> this podcast drops every Friday. So we'll be back in your ear holes on the 14th of September for our very next episode. You can find those episodes on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on foodlion.tv, foodlion.audio, foodlion.com. <laughs> Sponsor us, Food Lion. <laughs> <laughs> And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription. Tweet at Food Lion and tell them they need to sponsor us. <laughs> Just do any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it. Yes, we do. And those five-star ratings, as I always say, are very, very important. I've got another story coming up, as I stated and gave Matt grief for last week. It is important because it brings us up. It makes us feel good. It gets us higher up on the ratings. People see us. And speaking of people see us, before we go, Matt, I wanted to make sure everybody understands, hey, if you follow us, you do like what we do, please, please, please consider going over to Twitch, giving us a follow, checking out some of our streams, see if you like what you're watching. We'd appreciate it because, you know what, the more follows we get, the more views we get, the higher up on the charts we go. It's the same rigmarole. It's the same way it all works. Everybody wants the eyeballs, okay? Everybody wants them. I want them. You want them. Matt wants them. We all want the eyeballs. And hey, if you give us a million dollars on Patreon and we open that food line, I will have an eyeball aisle just for you guys. I have a bunch of little jars, little eyeballs mm-hmm. in them. Everyone wants the eyeballs. Now you can come and to Uncle them. Matt and Eric's food line and get yourself some eyeballs. We'll have pig eyes. We'll have ostrich eyes. We'll have cow eyes. We got... We got coyote eyes, fish eyes, fish we eyes. got sheep's eyes. We got sheep's eyes for Dan Skelton. Yeah, we've got all the eyes you'll ever want. I promise you that. Not only that, we might even set up cameras that are eyes watching everything. So we'll have like a all day like be big the brother eyes of the cam. food lion yeah. looking down on you. <laughs> and then like for an extra special fee, you can watch it just like in Big Brother. You can watch us all day long at the food lion. There we go. Bam. We'll put that on Twitch. So follow that feed exactly, food and that's going twenty four seven. We're going to meet all our goals. <laughs> oh, awesome. And hey, until we're managing that food lion, there's nothing else to say but... Don't. Don't forget, forget to, to say... Shut up and sit down.